Hey there, I'm Dr. John with Freedom Family Chiropractic, and I'm starting this podcast called Jamming with John, The Connection Cast, to get to know more local businesses. My goal through the podcast is to interview a small business or a local business on Mondays and provide some cool tips, tricks, or motivations on Fridays. The interview weekly will be around why the business was created, what it means to them, and get to know their motto, mission, and what drives them. But honestly, The main goal behind it all is to get to know the person behind the small business. I hope you are excited to join me along this journey. And if you like this podcast, definitely share it out with a friend. Hey there, podcast listeners. Thanks again for jumping on for another interview episode of Jam with Jen, the Connection Cast. So today I have Kate on. She is the owner of Messy Bun Virtual Solutions. And throughout this podcast, she's going to talk about how she got started, some good tips if you're looking at becoming a VA, and obviously some great things that she is learning through this Safer at Home order. So let's jump right in. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining um, in another interview podcast. Today, I have Kate Nesheim. Sorry about that. Um, she is the owner of Messy Bun Virtual Assistant. So, Kate, welcome. Thank you for having me. And nice job on the last name. It's not an easy one. <laughs> oh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so, yes, I am the owner of Messy Bun Virtual Solutions. I have a husband and two boys, 12 and 7 years old. And we live here in Lodi. And uh, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology and a certificate in human resource management, a background in sales and HR, and um, conference planning, training coordination, and administrative skills. But my love is in social media management. So that's sort of what brought me to what I'm doing now. I love it. How long have you been doing this for? About two years. It'll be two years, well, two years in October, so a year and a half. Okay. And what made you go to more of like the virtual solutions part? Well, I was working in the corporate world, and I wanted to do something where I could be a little more creative and be have a flexible work schedule, working from home, and then be home uh, for the boys when they got home. And it worked out a little better with our family to have a more flexible work schedule. So I combined the best of, of those two things and then got into the virtual assistant world. Uh, it worked out really well for us, for our whole family. Awesome. Did you do any like training to get into this kind of virtual world? I did a lot of research. Uh, I did a couple of trainings, and I listened to some podcasts. I was I looked at a lot of videos, and looked at a lot of things on Pinterest. Talked to a lot of people about it, and I just did a ton of research. Just research was key for me, and um, that really really helped me get on my way. Uh, a friend of mine was also 
starting a virtual assistant business. So we really worked together and kind of fed off each other. We were able to work on a lot of things and find different resources together. And that helped so much. Perfect. What are some of the biggest things that you learned or the biggest, um, I should say, maybe podcasts or information? Like if somebody's looking to get into this virtual world, what would, what would be the recommendations that you have for them, I guess? Well, first of all, I would say um, research is key. Um, don't feel like you have to know everything right off the bat because you don't. Um, when you start out, you make this list and you think you have to do everything all at once. And that's absolutely not true. You make your list and you can look at what's the most important thing. What do you need to have right away? And then from there, you start on those things. You can work with a virtual assistant coach. Uh, I actually started doing virtual assistant coaching within the last year, and it's been really, really great. It's fun to help new VAs start out, answer their questions, and help them get on their way and help them find new clients. Um, it's, it's really fun. And it's great to support, to support each other. So that's been a blast. Um, but so if you don't know what you're doing, get a virtual assistant coach that will help you immensely. Another thing is just do your research. You can take trainings, you can find online trainings, you, you know, there's different courses you can purchase. There's different courses you can find for free. And if you do your research, it will help you 100%. So I would definitely say do your research and don't think you have to do everything at once. Good. That's great. Um, how long, so you said you've been coaching other VAs for about a year now? Yes. How did you jump into that, like the coaching part of it? I actually, I had a, someone that had, I had, I think I had met her through a Facebook group mm -hmm. and she had had asked me a couple of questions and then she said, well, do you go do coaching? Because you should. And so I thought about it and I thought, oh, maybe I should do that. That would actually be really great. So I looked into it more and that's when I started doing it. And it's been a blast. Awesome. I love this whole like the VA side of things because this is, this is a job that or career um, that wasn't around, you know, 20 years ago, really. Or if it was, it was not many. I agree. It's it's really come a long way. And it's with the way the world is moving, so many jobs are done virtually. And this is one of them. There's so many different avenues and so many different services that a virtual assistant can offer. There's so many different different places you can go with it. And that's what the great thing is. You can have different services to offer and have your set type of client that you're looking for and it's really wonderful and there's room for so many people to do this job awesome and the big thing i feel like for business owners is that now you can reach out to a va and have them help you with like say social media and not have to hire a full individual person or full-time employee for that right it not only does it save them time and stress, but it saves them money. They're not paying for a full employee's benefits and insurance costs and vacation time and all of that. And on our end, 
we get to set our own schedules and we get to decide who we want to work with and we have we have that that chance to work with the the type of client that we want to work with as well very cool and i would assume like one of the big benefits is you can work literally anywhere yes that's right so if we happen to be let's just say we're going on a vacation i can do a little bit of work in the morning and then have the rest of the day to you know to to spend with my family or if say well right now everybody's in lockdown <laughs> so we're all we're going through unprecedented times at the moment with coronavirus and and quarantine so you know i have my my kids home and doing homeschool well i can still work and and um you know do my work and then help them with their homeschooling and we're we're still able to do that good what are what are some of your favorite things to work on? I know you said social media for clients, but are there other big things that you really enjoy doing? Yes. So I, I love social media is my absolute favorite. That's one thing that I specialize in. So I love Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I love Pinterest. Pinterest management is another big one for me. Um, I really enjoy that. And it's kind of an untapped market for a lot of businesses. And um, and it shouldn't be. <laughs> so I, I wish more businesses would get into Pinterest because it's a great way to um, set yourself apart from the competition. Um, so that that is one of my absolute favorite things to do. And I also uh, really love helping clients use their their CRMs, their client resource management databases. Um, so I will um, organize and set up CRMs for clients. And then I love doing any kind of online research for my clients. So if they don't have time to figure out what they, certain things they need, oh, I need to research, um, you know, this app. I need, I, I need to look at an app to help me design something. Well, I'm, I'm happy to do that for you. Or, I, and I also love doing design work as well. So all of those things are my absolute favorite, but I can do various things like, um, schedule management, time, um, schedule management, um, email management, um, uh, travel booking, all of those types of admin responsibilities as well. Okay, perfect. I saw like on your website and I'll post your website in the show notes and everything, but I saw you have like a whole list of things that if somebody's like, hey, I could use some help doing X, Y, and Z, like you have that all pretty much like listed out, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I do. Yeah. I have my list of services all on my website. That's Perfect. So what's one thing that you wish you would have known um, when you, like, you know now, but you wish you would have known when you first got started? Oh, um, I would say that I wish I would have known that you don't have to work with every client that comes along. You can pick and choose and find the clients that are right for you. And when you meet with them for that first discovery call or that first discussion about you know, what their needs are and how you can help them, you'll, you'll get a feeling, you, you'll most likely anyway, get a feeling for if, you are right for them and if they are right for you because it is a two-way street and you want to have such a positive working relationship with them and i didn't really recognize that at the beginning 
and I do now. Um, but I wish I would have known that then. And I, there are times now where I've met with someone and realized maybe they aren't the best person for me or I wouldn't be the best person for them. It, it does go both ways. So I'm glad to know it now. I wish I would have known it back then. <laughs> Good. I feel like in like in chiropractic, that's similar to there's just, there's such a variety of like people out there and I'm assuming like, you know, with VAs, like it, it would be like hiring an employee. So you'd want to make sure it's a good fit for you yes. before you just hire anybody. It's true. It is true. Yeah. And you know, does your, do your personalities mesh or do your working styles match? It's, it is the same. And you know, if, if, if the two of you work well together, wonderful. And if, if not, then that's okay too. And then they will find someone who matches them just the same as you will find another client that will be much better for you. Yeah. When you jump on that first call with people, do you have like a set of questions that you ask them or how do you, how do you go about that first like initial consult? I do. Yes, I do. Um, so I, I, I always call it a discovery call. So I do have a set of questions that I like to ask them because I, I want to know uh, what exactly they're looking for. How will I be able to help them? How do they like to work? What's their communication style? All those things are really important and I need to get down to that nitty gritty. And I also just want to get to know them a little bit as a person and, and their business. I want to know more about their business. And typically before a call, I would also research them a little bit. I would, I would look at their website and I would have more of an idea of what their social media is like, or I would have a little bit of knowledge about what they are looking for in a virtual assistant. But then I want to hear more about that and know more about what their working style is and, and how many hours and you know, what, what hours during the day they're looking for, or do they need any time on weekends or what, you know, all of those details are important in, um, in how they like to work. Good. What are, so what are some of the most commonly asked questions that you receive? Oh, so commonly asked questions. Um, how, I would say, how do you decide on the services that you're gonna showcase? Um, how do you determine what services you're gonna offer? Those are questions that I get, um, especially from people that, that I coach. And that's something that's really, it's, it's a personal thing. You know, what, what do you like to do? What are you good at? So those are the things that you have to decide when you want to be a virtual assistant. Um, kind of go through a list of ideas in your head, pull up a list online and say, okay, these are the things that a lot of people have offered. What about what do I like? What do I want to do? And what am I good at? And be really honest with yourself about what you're truly good at too. Um, and then kind of go from there and then whittle it down. And then at some point, you'll kind of come up with your own niche, if you will, because you, you'll discover, oh my gosh, this is what I really like to do. This is what I'm most passionate about. And then from there, you kind of come up with those higher end services or the, the things that you truly love. Yeah. I would say. Um, another question I get often is um, what tools or apps do you need to start? 
And at the beginning, I would say not to go crazy getting a lot of expensive tools and apps. Start off with a laptop and you start off with a few basics. Um, you don't need to spend a lot and have a ton of monthly tools. You need your, you know, your Google Suites and you need you know, maybe a scheduling tool and different things, depending on what your, what your services are too. But you don't need a ton of really expensive tools to start out. You just need a lot of the basics. Start small, start with the free tools and go from there. That's good advice. I feel like for anybody who's looking to go into that route or jump into the, the VA side of things. Yeah, get yourself a website and start from there. <laughs> so. Good. So you had mentioned in the beginning that you had listened to some podcasts. Are there any podcasts that you recommend or books that you recommend? Yes. Um, I love podcasts for both pro pro uh, professionally and personally, but um, professionally, I really like Gold Digger by Jenna Kutcher. I'm sure a lot of uh, entrepreneurs are, are familiar with it. Um, and then a, maybe a lesser known podcast, but one that's specific to virtual assistants is um, it's called The Support Squad, and it is a podcast for virtual assistants. And it is by uh, Sharon, I might be butchering her last name, but Niss Nissen, Sharon Nissen. So I like that one. They're short, they're kind of short podcasts, and, but they have, they're just full with lots of great info for virtual assistants. Very cool. Sadie and I, I don't know if you listened to the episode with Sadie, but we, she had mentioned um, Jenna Kutcher as well, and I also listened to her. I, yes, I do. I, yeah. See, I know Sadie loves Jenna, Jenna Kutcher as well. <laughs> awesome. Any books that you recommend? Yes. Um, I read The Five Second Rule by Mal Robbins um, a little while ago, and then I just finished, not too long ago, um, You Are a Badass. It's a really, it's a good book. It's good. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's really got some good tips and info in there. Yes. I, I think I read that one, oh God, maybe a year ago now. Yeah. Um, but it's a good book. Yeah. I even, I bought, it is a good book. And I bought the, I actually bought the 2020 planner for that one because I like the book so much. So I bought the planner so that I have something tangible for it. So I really liked it. Good. How, how long have you been using her planner for? Just for 2020. Okay. Yeah. So I just bought it, but I really like the planner. Good. Okay. Just, I'm always curious. I use the, um, the passion planners to try to stay organized with everything. So always curious what like other people are using. Yeah, no, I really like it because it has monthly and then it has weekly and then there's spots for notes so that I can make my list each day on what I need to, what I need to do. So I have my daily list. I can cross everything off as I go and I know exactly where I'm at and what I need to accomplish each day. It's really nice. Yeah, perfect. All right, so life is ever-changing. We know that, like we were talking about right now with the whole Safer at Home Act um, or order. And so with everything changing, what is the most meaningful thing in your life right now? Oh, wow. Um, right now, just the health and safety of my family, honestly. I think that if anything in the last what are we at, month, I would say, and <laughs> everyone being home uh, has taught me anything. It's just that just my family 
just being safe and healthy is so important and it always has been and I'd say even this past year um, has meant a lot to me in that route just with um, some some family um, health issues and I would say though just health health and happiness and and safety of my family always awesome good to know um so when we look at some of being a business owner there's always some pain points or frustrations that we have just in general what would be some or do you have any pain points um that you've worked through i would have to say that um at the beginning it was just finding new clients just getting getting into this and 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 finding finding those clients finding those wonderful clients um i feel like now i'm starting to i I have this select like wonderful amazing clients now that i just love um and i guess another pain point that i have gone through is uh with a particular client who i I'm not associated with anymore, but um, just having them not pay has been a struggle in the in the past, and that's that's a hard that's a hard pill to swallow. Um, but you, I guess you live and learn on that one. Yeah, it's tough. Right. What? So when you first started out, how? What were your biggest things that you did to kind of market towards? different businesses or did you did you look towards like certain certain type of businesses so when I first started out um, I started doing some marketing uh, local marketing or not mark I shouldn't say marketing per se but networking um, we do have a local networking group that I I really enjoy and it's it can be awkward to start out to do that but it's so great it's really great to get out there and actually just do some local networking. You never know who you're going to meet and who you're going to find. So I would definitely recommend doing that. And then also, um, you know, within social media, um, going on to various um, social media groups for entrepreneurs, um, small business owners, those are the types of things that you will find um, some clients on. So I did that. And then also referrals. You never, you never know when you're going to find a referral. So it could be from friends, it could be from family, or it could be someone who you just happen to run into and they say, oh, you're doing what now? And then they, oh, I know somebody. And then they throw a name at you. So I've, I've done all of those things. Yeah. I think when, even when like you were talking about the business group per se, like even if it's not somebody in that business group who might need the service, like they are connected with a lot of other business owners too. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. It's always it's always good to get your name out there with with different business groups, but right. It is. Yeah. So let's chat about the three truths question. So I think in the beginning you had said you had listened to a couple of the podcasts already. So you might know this question. Um, but so the question goes about if this was your last day years and years and years down the line, your husband, your kids are with you, everything. What are three truths that you would leave them or three words of wisdom that you would leave them? Oh, let's see. One would be, always try to be optimistic. Um, 
think I try to instill that in my kids. Probably maybe too much. <laughs> Over-optimistic, possibly, but I try to be as optimistic as possible. Um, if you're, when you're positive, I, I tend to think that good things come come to you when you have give that positivity into the world. Um, two, try to be a little crazy and spontaneous on occasion. We like to do that around the house, and I think it's adds a little bit of fun into life. And three, I know my husband will not agree with me on this, but always have a dog. And I know he won't, he does not agree. <laughs> but we do have one, as you saw in the video earlier. <laughs> and what's his name? Chewy. Chewy, I love it. How old is he? He's seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Does he go on family vacations with you guys? Um, occasionally. He's gone, um, he's gone camping with us. So. Perfect. All right, Kate, how would you define success? Um, to me, success is just happiness. Uh, what, what makes you happy? If you're, if you're happy, that's success. Perfect. How, or how would people be able to get in contact with you other than like your website? I'll put that in the show notes. How can they follow you? Sure. They can follow me on Instagram at Messy Bun Virtual Solutions. And they can follow me and, or they can like me on Facebook at Messy Bun Virtual Solutions. And um, yeah, otherwise on my uh, uh, my website it's www.messybunvirtualsolutions.com and if anyone has any questions or is interested in chatting about any way that I can help them you can reach me at kate at messybunvirtualsolutions.com perfect I feel like I should have asked this in the beginning but where how did you come up with messy bun Oh, uh, yeah, I, uh, I wear my hair in a messy bun a lot, <laughs> so that's how it kind of came about today, but, um, but yes, my hair is up a lot in a messy bun, and so it kind of just came to me. Great, I love it. I feel like if I wouldn't have asked that, I probably would have ended this and been like, wait, like, where does the name even come from? So, yeah, perfect. That's where it came from. Um, any other words of wisdom you want to leave people with? Gosh, I guess just stay positive and let's all get through this, this quarantine and lockdown together. Yes, perfect. Thank you again for listening to another interview episode on Jam with Jen, the Connection Cast. I really want to thank Kate for jumping on, taking some time out of her day to do this interview. I know things can get a little hectic right now for the moms out there with homeschooling. One of the things that Kate had told me after I had hit step recording is that she is currently working on her yoga certification too. So I think that's pretty cool. Definitely check out Kate's um, Facebook page, website, and I'm sure she'll be sharing more with her whole yoga experience. So thanks again for listening. Thank you so much for listening in to Jamming with Jen, the podcast. If you've enjoyed the podcast, definitely hit that subscribe button or go ahead and leave a review. Every little bit helps. 
Stay tuned for the next episode on Jamming with Jen.